I know what you are. See it. A podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Gwen. Welcome back to our Midnight Sun review. This is part two. If you missed part one, I would go back and listen to that first. This is kind of a continuation. We cut it off right in the middle because it ended up being too long for one episode. So here's the rest of it. Did anyone fucking beta read this? God, I... If they did, they did not give her any criticism. They were just like, she's rich. Like, we can't say shit. And they just didn't. Yeah. They were just like, I want the bags of money, and I'm not going to do anything to compromise that. Not to uh, bring up that 600-page erotic fanfiction that she gifted to her sister, but I am so curious about what that's like after reading this shit. God, imagine just gifting 600 words of erotic fanfiction to your sibling. (laughs) Of, like, your own OCs? (laughs) Yeah, and, like, especially given, like, we know that she's incredibly religious and so is her family like my family's catholic Mm. so imagining anyone in my family doing that no would never happen so like i I can't it's even weirder for her because i know her family is also religious and so is she and like more religious one day there's gonna be like an ancient library that has all kinds of super old rare books and that fucking book is going to be in it. Like, you must the er- rebuild the Library of Alexandria for that book. <laughs> it would burn itself down if it had to keep that in there. <laughs> you know what time it is? Adventure time. No, maybe. Could be. Oh. I was going to say time for Gwen's Science Corner again. Hell yeah. I mean, Kay, so- I- Okay, hmm? go. No, no, do your thing. Good. Do your fun intro. I was just gonna say I enjoy Adventure Time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Edward and Bella start kissing, and he stops them before they're like really making out. And then he talks about how his vampire senses were taking over, and he started drooling venom. So listen, we know that we know that venom can have two confirmed properties, maybe three. Um, one is to stun and or turn people. One is to heal them, which is fucking dumb. What? Just, like, based on what they want to do at the time. Whatever. Okay. Um, maybe the Venom can impregnate people, but that's some that's some Breaking Twilight conspiracy level shit. So, like, we'll, we'll not count that one. has to impregnate people. It has to. Like, there's <laughs> but, no but other venom. possibility. But mouth Venom. Okay, okay. Okay, which, it's like, all the same is... Venom. It's the, it's the most plausible reason but it's not necessarily canon so we we will scrap that for this okay what would have happened if they were making out and he got a bunch of venom in her mouth wait okay okay he starts drooling venom and then he has to pull away so here's here's my thought on that if all of the bodily fluids are the same venom in vampires as smayer has said in interviews does that mean before he started drooling venom, she was literally just kissing like a completely fully dry mouth? <laughs> like, oh no! Like making out with dried salami? <laughs> or like, do you think like he drinks oil or something before they make out so that there's something there? 
like <laughs> I, I i can know for for sure that he definitely didn't drink anything beforehand like you know he just takes like some moisturizer and like some olive oil and just like slathers that all over his face and like his tongue and his teeth just so he that probably like, tastes like blood and that's horrible oh my god you're right i didn't think about but that. like yeah because like if the idea is like he had to stop because like there started to be liquid that his body was producing in his mouth that implies that previously there was not god what's a dry tongue like oh Oh my god i bet it'd be like making out with sandpaper (sighs) like 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 with like with a statue maybe yeah maybe with like a statue I don't know. I mean, he never like he never lets them fully make out, so I don't I don't know if she would. But they do kiss. Like you would think that would come up in Twilight, right? Like that when she kisses him, like not only is he cold, but he's also dry. <laughs> like making out with a doorknob. <laughs> I mean, she, okay. She does mention that he's like it's it's like kissing a rock. Okay. Okay. You know what? Yeah. But but now I'm like if you if you make out what the fuck and also okay he mentions later that if she stuck her tongue in his mouth and cut herself on his teeth she'd start turning what yeah what what <laughs> <laughs> I hate I hate these books so much I hate this I fucking hate it here. <sighs> I just woke up. This has been my whole day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But only a little because I've been suffering for like weeks. With That's this. true. This has been like your whole month. Yeah. It's been a lot. I have some I have I have some bad news. Okay. Okay. The iconic Twilight baseball scene isn't nearly as sexy when I have to listen to Edward dryly describe every single move that every character is making every single time. How could you ruin the, like, one fun thing? He's like, yes, Jasper hit the ball and Alice saw it coming, so she started running to it and then Emmett stole second base and then I was going that way. I was calculating that if I hit it this fucking, oh my god, I don't care. Which, like, listen, I've been very into baseball these last few weeks and I've been listening to, like, to people, like, do announcing, like, play-by-plays, like, sports announcers. So, like, I, I like baseball and hearing the the different moves of baseball but something about when edward does it just fucking kills me i don't know listen data is my favorite star trek character Mm -hmm. i like characters that are like analytical and kind of like get too much into technical details and stuff but i don't like it when edward does it because he fucking sucks and it's not cool or interesting and there's not really any reason for him to need to do it it's just smear trying to show off how smart her oc is yeah and it's boring okay whereas data wrote like cool poetry about the sunrise data has a personality data has a cat data has a cat edward doesn't even have a cat mm-hmm. that being said the uh the chasing james then getting bella and then chasing james again that that was um that was actually pretty exciting that was a decent part of the book because Bella goes with Alice and Jasper, so Edward is doing something else this entire time, and it shows him like him, him and Emmett and Carlisle drive up to Canada. Which, first of all, 
I love the idea of three very anxious vampires sitting in a little car in a jeep um, in line at the border. Just waiting to get in. Meanwhile, James is like stalking them and he's like, the fuck? You're just sitting in? You're just sitting there? I can get you. (laughs) I I think it's really stupid because there's having been to BC where you live Mm -hmm. and having seen the border like the real fast do they really need to take the road to cross the border do they really need to cross at a designated crossing point <laughs> well just okay. fucking book it through the forest they're pretending to be bella they're pretending that bella is in the car with them and they're trying to take her away somewhere so that they lead oh. james off the scent so i guess they do at least need to be in the car and then because they're in a car they need to go across the border okay yeah i get what you're saying and then they like they get out of the car. They actually do like a barrel roll out of the car and it rolls off into the distance and like fucking explodes. I don't know. And then they like chase Why? it into a lake Why? and it's like, I don't know, man. But that's not even the best part. Let me tell you the best part. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, Alice calls and is like, hey, James is coming to Phoenix where we are. So you need to come over here. And they're like, okay. So they book it to Seattle and they get on the plane and they meet Alice and Jasper in the airport. And they're like, he already has bella we need to hurry so they like fucking power walk all the way down to to the parking lot and they're like oh what car in here is fast enough to do what we want and then conveniently they see like a street racing car hey some words i would like to have right now yep edward's superpower is mind reading his superpower is not super good hearing so like i have to assume the how good edward's hearing is is how good about every vampire's hearing is so if edward can fucking close his eyes and identify fish species in a creek like a hundred meters away just Mm -hmm. by the sound of how big their splash is are we really meant to believe james cannot tell that there is not a human being breathing in that car that's a question in it and a question the problem is smire doesn't think about the science anything just smire doesn't think what sounds cool no see and like a bunch of people probably don't care about the science but i care about the science god damn it do your work whatever show your work damn it show your work make it plausible and i mean least. honestly I, i'm gonna be honest like i think splitting hairs like i am doing right now is something i usually like tell people not to do i like get really annoyed when people do it especially in things i like because i'm like you know, the point of the story is the story. If you get too bogged down in the details like that, you can tear everything apart and that's no fun. That's fair. But also, like, there's no point of the story to point to here. So I'm kind of forced <laughs> to think about the science because the story also sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I don't think about the science, I have to think about how Edward is a creepy stalker. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, we did talk about that. We didn't even talk about the whole, like, Edward, maybe Carlisle killed a guy, but actually he didn't kind of thing. Like the <gasps> Port You're Angeles right. thing. You're right. Oh, my God. Okay. So when, when Edward, sidebar from this airport thing, when Edward goes to rescue Bella in Port Angeles, he drops her off at home and then he goes to see Carlisle. And he's like, Carlisle, I want to kill a man. And, and I know I shouldn't because I'm not doing it for justice i'm just doing it for revenge and that's not the right reasons but also he's a rapist and like we can't just let him go right carlisle and carlisle's like son i'll take care of it 
don't even worry. And he picks up his doctor bag and leaves. And I'm like, are you about to kill a man, Mr. Carlisle? But no, all he does is he goes and like sedates him and puts him in front of a police station. And then he gets picked up for murder because he's wanted in three states. I hate that so much. (laughs) First off, first off, kill rapists. Yeah. It's okay. Just do it. (laughs) They're not real people. I mean, honestly. Uh, Second off, basically the implication that there is a simple solution for rapists that you could just drop them off in front of a police station is so fucking dismissive and stupid because, like, typically, no. That doesn't work. There's a reason, like, we have all these huge court cases where rapists are put on trial for months and months and still get off with nothing because, like, nobody fucking cares about persecuting them. And they're so impossible to persecute. But, oh, yeah, just so happens this guy had a murder charge. So it's okay. Even though that's really not very common. Nope. Like, just kill him. Just Just kill kill him. him. Rosalie did. Yeah. Except then you turned Rosalie into the fucking vapid, self-absorbed character and made her into, like, the most stupid, shallow person, even though, like, her backstory is killing her rapist. Yeah. So they're in the airport. They see the street racing car. Edward hotwires it and fucking bolts out of the out of the parking lot. And they're going like 200 miles an hour down the highway it's got like fucking nitrous boosts and by the way it's so boring to hear edward talk about cars he's like they have like a xlr jeep whatever blah 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 blah. like i don't i don't know shit about cars but like he didn't even i said jeep but he didn't even he didn't even say like the the brand of car he was just like the you know the model of it i'm like you think i know what that is buddy come on also, like, most people don't just say the model of a car. They usually say, like, the make with it. Nobody just says, oh, yeah, I get in my Elantra. They say, oh, yeah, I have a Hyundai Elantra. Even yeah. though, like, the Elantra is unique to Hyundai, people still say, people don't say, oh, yeah, I get in my, uh, I don't know, what's a, getting the CX-30. No, they say get in the Mazda CX-30, you know? Like, people Yeah, people or get in my say, Mazda, like... Oh, yeah, just get in my Mazda. Like, you know, like, people don't normally just say models of cars because there's thousands of them. It doesn't fucking mean anything. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, and it's all souped up and it's got these nitrous hooks and it's got this, like, engine in it. And I'm like, I don't care. You need a fast car. Please continue. You know? Just and say it's like, fast car. Just say it's a fast car. Vroom, vroom. Let's go. It, it like it ruins the narrative flow too because it's like up until this point it was like chasing running getting places you know and it's like oh shit drama is happening and then he's like and now we're gonna talk about the internal workings of this car i found in the parking lot and i'm like can we go hey who is the target audience here people that people know, that smart. read twilight and we think they like really want to hear about cars is that what we think no but smire knows about cars and wants to tell people that no she doesn't Smire knows people who know about cars and wants to brag about it. Except, like, their information is usually, like, inaccurate or poorly used or false because they're going 200 miles an hour down a highway and most cars don't go that fast. This one is souped up for street racing with nitrous boosts. So you keep saying nitrous boost like that's supposed to mean something. (laughs) It means it had buttons inside. You click it and it pops this, like, NOS canister and it goes really fast. When it gets a cavity, it gets put to sleep. (laughs) 
Is it not called Nitrous Boost? Am I being a fucking clown no right fucking now? I have no idea. Okay, nitrous oh oxide God. engine. That's a real thing. Okay. Is that Whatever. not also like what they put? Like, oh, it they definitely put you is. on for sleep dentistry. Yeah, it's probably the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Whatever. That. So they're going 200 miles an hour down the highway, and the cops are coming because they're going 200 miles an hour down the 101. Yeah, and no fucking shit. The cops and they're are putting coming. they're putting up roadblocks, and Alice is like, "We can make it through this roadblock, but the second roadblock, we're not going to make it." And so they get through the first roadblock and then they see a very inconspicuous Porsche, Porsche Cayenne, which I don't know if you know, is like kind of like an SUV. And Did you say a Cayenne? Yeah, Porsche Cayenne. Like That's the thing. The spice? Yes. All right. Fucking, no, I no, know I some things about cars. <laughs> or Cayenne, hey, honey, whatever. Honey, get in my Hyundai Basil. Fuck off. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, this is this is my Jeep Paprika. This car is $77,000 USD. <laughs> Holy can't, shit. can't believe it's $77,000 and they gave it such a stupid name. I know. Why is it $77,000? Excuse me? People own this car? Oh my god, it's so ugly too. That's not it's what not I was good. expecting. No. <laughs> Why is it so this one is a hundred grand? This one car costs half as much as my fucking house. This is insane. Holy shit. That car costs like double my salary. Oh my god. And it's so fucking ugly. It looks like a fucking. It looks like a shit post. What you just sent me looks like a shit post. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> this one. This car. one goes two hundred and ninety-five kilometers an hour top speed. How much is that in miles, though? And let's see. One hundred and eighty-three miles an hour. So it's not even two hundred miles an hour. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what I mean. Like, Spire wants to put in all this fucking car info, and she has, like, brothers who are mechanics, and yet still gets it fucking wrong. <sighs> whatever. 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 This isn't the one they stole, though. This one. Oh, okay. Th- a different one. A, a, like, street racing car. It was a Subaru, if that makes a difference. That I had to Google, oh, because so- he called it, like, a fucking XMR or whatever the shit. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so, so they're driving. How they make dare? It How dare Smare appropriate lesbian culture like that (laughs) (sighs) okay okay so they drive in this car 200 miles an hour and they make it through the first roadblock and before they get to the second roadblock they run one of these porsche cayennes off the road and the soccer mom who's in it gets out of the car and she's like all ready to be pissed but carla comes out and he's like smiling and she's like oh a hot doctor and then he sticks her with a needle and drugs her and they get in her car but before they get in her car they push their subaru into traffic and cause a 27 car pileup on the 101 what i feel like that's a little bit unnecessary what the fuck you could just leave the other one on the side of the road you could just leave it there well i mean the pileup is probably like so that the cops can't come after them because that's the only road probably but what happened to not killing anybody unless it's for justice yeah, what I was about to say was what? like, um, oh no, I can't possibly fuck her because that would be immoral and bad and dirty. But 
I can totally cause a 27 car pile up and also drug some lady and steal her car. With no hesitation. Carla like gets out of the car and before she even says a word to him, she's already drugged on the floor. Insane. What the fuck? Out fucking rageous. <laughs> the fucking morality of it. God. I don't understand. So Jasper this whole time has some very dope uses for his powers, which is cool because Jasper never gets any use of his cool powers. Some things that he's done was making everybody so bored of looking at him that he could just be completely inconspicuous. They just like look at him and they're like, God, no. And they just like don't even register that he's there, (laughs) which I don't think really qualifies as a mood power. But like, I don't know. I kind of love that interpretation a little bit, to be honest. Like, you don't technically have the power of invisibility, but you can make people so bored that they don't know that they see you. That's kind of excellent. Like, can he, like, induce dis- dissociation on people? Probably. God, yeah. imagine being Jasper and being able to control my own dissociation. <laughs> he, also, uh, he also had everybody, like, hyper-focused, so they were in war mode. Like, Edward was trying to, like, feel sorry for himself, as he does. And Jasper was like, no, we're having fucking focus right now. And then he, like, didn't. He was like, okay, we're going to focus now. So, oh, fuck yeah. That was cool. Yeah. So Jasper actually has a very cool power that they never mention, and that's a crime. So there. Even though Jasper sucks a little bit with his fucking confederation bullshit. but Right? Like, what? <laughs> you wanted to give him a fucking backstory where he was a soldier. Why wouldn't you have him fight for the fucking North? Because he's a good, good southern boy. That wasn't a, <laughs> that was a bad accent. Or could be like, have him like be from somewhere near the middle. He would still have a southern accent. Or, and still or, fight for the north. Or A better story uh, is that he was from the south and defected to the north. Yeah, that's what I was about to say too. Yeah, you, you can still have a southern accent and not have like fought for the fucking slavery. Jesus Christ. Ooh, boy. Fuck these books. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, what was going on when Bella got bit by James. Okay? So she's, she's got the venom. Alice tells Edward that it's inhumane for her to be changed with a hand bite because both Carlisle and Edward were bitten in the hand and it took them way longer to change. Um, for whatever reason, but it Carlisle took the venom. turned Edward... Yeah. <laughs> Did that on purpose to him. He, he didn't know at the time. I don't know. I don't know. It was There was some science that I blacked out for. How would he not know when it happened to him also? Well, he didn't know that it was longer or shorter, you know? He was like, that's where I got bit. Maybe that's where you got to get bit, but it wasn't. Oh, whatever. Fucking stupid. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I don't want to do that to her. It's not it's not nice. Not the nice thing to do. So Alice tries to pressure Edward into biting Bella like closer to the heart, I guess, because it makes a quicker change. And Edward almost agrees to do this. But then he's like, what if she's missing some human milestones? Which like, listen, you've been to high school 800 times. You can still do that shit for the first time as a vampire. It's the same and you know what the milestones are because you've done them all a hundred times. Yeah. Like, what does it make a difference if she's a human girl? Whatever. Whatever. Stupid. Um, and then there's like a brief flash of a future from Alice where Edward just straight up fucking kills Bella on the spot to stop her suffering. Okay. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I hadn't considered it before now, but Alice kind of mentioned it and like, maybe. 
Maybe what the I fuck? Should just murder her. God, wild. And then, uh, you know, and then he saves her. Whatever, it's fine. But like, imagine if Bella did turn into a vampire after James, and she wakes up in in the hosp- at the Cullen house. And she's like, what happened and why am I so thirsty all of a sudden? And they're like, well, you're a vampire now. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. And Emmett's like, oh, hell yeah. And then it's what she wanted. <laughs> and, and, and Edward's like, but Bella, you don't understand. This is the worst. And if you want to leave me, I totally get it. Like, no one should be a monster. And she's like, sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of me being awesome and wrestling Emmett in the kitchen. And then she breaks up with Edward. <sighs> uh, yeah. yeah. She got what she wanted. And realized he sucks with her super uh, vampire smarts and knowledge. She's like, oh my god, you actually fucking suck. Right? And then just, like, go out and be free in the world and get a better dude. So get this. Bella's in the hospital now. And Edward meets her mother. And so Renee, her mother, we all know Renee, but, you know, in case you forgot. Um, According to Edward, Renee has vampire power energy. Like, if she was a vampire, she would have a power, you know? And he says that her thinking voice is super loud. It's like yelling constantly all the time, which is buck wild to me that muffled Charlie and super loud Renee made silent Bella. What the fuck is that, Smire? But whatever, (laughs) whatever. So Edward is saying that if Renee had a vampire power, it would be like suggestion because he says that her mental energy is so loud that other people around her jump up to do the things she wants without actually realizing why they're doing it because her brain is just like, ah, oh, man, I'm so cold. I wish I had a blanket. And someone's like, hey, do you want a blanket? I can get you a blanket. And they like have no idea why they're just offering. They're just like, yeah, I'm just offering. That's the most interesting thing to happen so far. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like just maybe that could have been just the whole book. Is that one scene? Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, I just, I hate the inconsistency of, like, sometimes powers are, like, just something that you were good at before you turned, and then sometimes it's just, like, random, and then some vampires just don't have powers. Just pick a, you're making up the lore. Just pick a standard, please. Pick a lane, or make the story about the lore. Yeah. Man. And then, and then Bella wakes up from her coma, and they're having their little chat, and Edward the whole time is, like, you know, Alice once saw a future where I left Bella and she was like so depressed and she wasn't eating or sleeping and she was like basically dying inside. And that kills me when I think about it. Anyway, I'm going to leave Bella. It's the only humane thing to do. Sir, what? I hate that. He kept thinking that over the last couple of chapters. He's like, the only thing for me to do is to leave Bella. And then he'd go to like, man, if I left Bella, she'd be so depressed. The only thing I can do is leave Bella. You know what? Smear probably thinks she's doing, like, she's super sly, like, ah, oh, yeah, look at all this subtle uh, foreshadowing I'm putting in, like, referencing what the next book is going to be, because everyone knows what the next book is. This is just, like, a fun little nod Easter egg reference for the fans who are paying attention, except, like, it's as subtle as a fucking brick. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything she does. <sighs> All right, that's enough about the book. Um, Crooked Ways by Motion City Soundtrack is featured on the Midnight Sun playlist. TM was a better story than Midnight Sun, and if somebody wrote a book based off of Crooked Ways, it would not be Midnight Sun. That's all I'm saying. And also, like, it's not the best Motion City Soundtrack song. Like, I say this, is Motion City Soundtrack is my favorite band. I don't like that song that much. 
That's so funny. like uh, the worst song of my favorite band is a better story than this entire 600 page book Ooh, woof also i would like you to listen to a poem by data yep because uh wait wait first i want to talk about that are like, some more. okay okay talk about crooked okay. ways some more okay um in crooked ways they say something about like feelings being electric in their veins and smire used the electricity flowing through my veins so many times you could like control f in any given chapter and it was there like 10 times please get a new thing you're not fucking slick stop copying other people's shit i know you really like that song but please don't use it 300 times i i listened to the song a bunch i read this book i know they're connected stop (laughs) okay give me give me a poem by data so, like, analytical characters who, like, think of everything in a really computerized way can actually be very cool and interesting. Not Edward, though, because that's not how he thinks. Smayer just threw that shit in sometimes to make us all go, ooh, wow, he's so smart, when actually he's boring as fuck. Anyways, this is my favorite poem from Data, from the critically acclaimed television series Star Trek The Next Generation. Then we sat on the sand for some time and observed how the oceans that covered the world were perturbed by the tides from the orbiting moon overhead. How relaxing the sound of the waves is, you said. I began to expound upon tidal effects when you asked me to stop looking somewhat perplexed. So I did not explain why the sunset turns red and we watched the occurrence in silence instead. That's so nice. Isn't that a nice poem? I really love that poem. And it wasn't even like flowery like poems sometimes are it was still very analytical it was like this is what was happening it was the beach and there was waves and there was a sunset but it was still so nice yeah and he's like you know and i started to like explain like the scientific reasons why the sunset is like that because to me that's what's beautiful about it is like these facts and knowledge but you just want to experience it as it is and view it in silence so that's okay too yeah he also has um, a poem about his cat, but it has some big words that I, I'm not <laughs> willing to try and pronounce on the fly. That's fair. I support you anyway. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm done with all of my bullshit. It's been an hour and a half. It's been an hour and a half. Midnight sun bad. All my steam is gone. I wouldn't buy it if I were you. Do what you want with your money, but I wouldn't recommend it. I strongly recommend do not buy it. If you want to read it, that's fine. It can be fun to, like, read and make fun of. And if you enjoy it, that's fine. But, like, don't pay for it. As we've said many times on this show, Smire is a misogynist and a racist. And, like, just maybe don't support her. Pirate the book. And if you have the money to buy that book, maybe donate that to the Quileute tribe to help them move to higher grounds. We'll put the the link to donate in the show notes, as always. And yeah, if you want to read the book, there are plenty of ways to pirate it. Or if you look it up on YouTube, there's plenty of people reading it out loud. As Gwen mentioned, that's how she listened to it. So like nothing wrong with reading it. Nothing wrong with like enjoying things that are trashy. But yeah, please don't give this money. Yeah. So that finally (laughs) wraps up this episode of Breaking Twilight. (laughs) This month long episode of Breaking Twilight. (laughs) We've been recording for an hour and a half, but we've been you've been reading this for a month. I am so deep in the midnight sun right now. I'm so ready to not be in it anymore. <laughs> <sighs>
have a question comment or suggestion don't forget to follow us on twitter at twilight underscore pod and tumblr at breaking dash twilight you can also email us at breaking twilight pod at gmail.com catch you later Bastard, what do you want? Is it time oh, to well. feed your c- No, it's time for her to paw into the door until I let her in. Hi, Beans. <laughs>